Warning, this show has been known to cause certain side effects in listeners and participants alike. Symptoms include a positive outlook on life, wanting to try new things, and a renewed faith in humanity. Enjoy at your own risk. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Elise. And welcome to the I Like to Like Things podcast, Response Edition. Now, in our main episodes, I talk to a new guest who shares their favorite thing and tells us how we all can become a fan of their thing, too. Now, in the Response Editions, Elise and I recap what happened when we took that advice. Now, we also read listener comments, listen to messages from the like line, and tell you about something we like, too, because uh, we want to get on the fun as well. Now, before you start listening, we would highly recommend that you go ahead and listen to that last main episode, which was Star Wars Legacy themed, courtesy of our guest, Super Movie Brother, Super Movie Bros. <laughs> I knew I was going to mess that up. Super Movie Bros, Dave. Uh, but that's by no means necessary. We just know that he's actually the expert in all things Star Wars Legacy. He's the one who taught us to love, and so we think he can teach you to love it, too. Was I any different when you taught me? <laughs> <laughs> what is that from? I don't even know so, that. So, I mean, we won. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I really... I know, yeah. I'm, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're learning how, how in-depth of a Star Wars know, fan how, Elise is. It's so funny. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this, this is a response episode, so it'd be good to know... It's nice to start with the main episode, have some context for what we're talking about. You know, it's funny, speaking of Dave, uh, Dave talks about that he listens to them in, in two parts. He doesn't do, like, a weekly viewing, he does a listening, he does... Every bo- two weeks. Every two weeks he listens to both. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yeah, don't do that, everybody. That messes with our numbers, but, like... No, yeah. but they could do it, it'd no, be fine. Dave, I love you, yeah. So, so at least tell me about your Star Wars journey. Okay, well, first, <laughs> let's start with talking about Dave, because I love Dave and his lovely wife, Lauren. They are fabulous, and I'm super big fans. Uh, there's not many of our podcast friends that I've actually gotten to meet in person, and they are some of them. Because the rest so, of them are imaginary. They're my imaginary friends, right. and it's always fun when my imaginary friends become real. So that's <laughs> happened like, only a couple of times. It's happened with Dave. Uh, yeah. With Josh Hallmark. Yeah, the uh, Aussie bros. Yeah. The Aussies. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, it's always fun. Uh-huh. But what I thought was great about this episode was listening to Dave be safe for work. I know, right? It was awesome. Zero edits on that, I was going to say, how much did you have to edit that? Zero. The Whoa, ma- the man's Dave, prof- good job. Professional. The man's a professional. It's professional, bro. Professional. Just professional talking. Just professional talking. Just banter. Just professional talking. He he's cleaner in his just normal speech than most people think. But I know. I'm Lisa's, giving you Lisa's the. Face. I'm giving you the. And are you sure about I, that? Face? I don't. I didn't edit out one single mess up. Well, he said he was squeaky clean when he started and <laughs> right. fresh so out of the bath. I was proud of him though. It was a very easy show to edit. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, but I I love the show and I. So we're just going to start from the beginning. We're going to go all the way down because my first thing that I loved about his story about Star Wars was that he got into it with his mom. I know, right? Because neither of us had parents that were particularly into Star Wars. No, like anti-Star Wars for me. You had anti. I feel like I had, I I don't know. I, it just wasn't your, a thing. Your dad's definitely anti-Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, my dad for is. For sure. 
sci-fi like for your dad is really rough. He hates sci-fi. He we does. put anything sci-fi oriented on. He just he, like he will. He, his brain just can't go he there. He will. He will comment the entire time. So like I know when we go over there, <laughs> just don't do it. Don't do it. Put on some nice historical fiction. Like, and histor he's happy. Historical fiction, a documentary, or sports. And that's it. Yeah. That's all, or or something, or, yeah, or Nacho Libre. Yeah, fantasy. <laughs> or Nacho Libre and Three Which Amigos. Which technically is historical fiction. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is based on a real person. I know, that's what I'm yeah. saying. No, yeah, but Friday it... Tormenta. So the thought of having a parent be the one who introduced you to Star Wars is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. That's really neat. It is amazing when your parent, like, accepts your geekdom. Yeah, but not even accepts it, but like introduces yeah, you to yeah. it. And I feel like that's what we're doing with the girls. We're like, yes, All learn about things. Star Wars. <laughs> Have some Legos. <laughs> what other thing can we get you into? I think it just is all about the idea of just letting your kids like what they like. As long as it's not harmful. For sure. You know, like as long as it's not harmful and um, you keep them grounded in other things. That, Absolutely. That, that's the, I think that's the most important thing is yeah. that you want multifaceted humans. You don't want any human just be all about one thing absolutely and yeah. this has been parenting corner from elise and chris because <laughs> apparently our kids are great so it has been okay brag time brag time it has been brought to our attention that our girls are um really good kids a lot we love Which our we, kids we love them we, we think they're great we, we, we enjoy but them yeah, a lot i was really touched when dave said that our girls were so good I'm like oh thanks dave thanks dave my 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 nana the girl's great grandma uh, has recently moved in with my parents and so we've been having to she needs a lot of care and but what's the thing that makes her <laughs> happy the moment it happens yeah. is seeing the girl's faces yeah. she just lights up she like, could have been totally cranky old ladying and then the girls walk in and it's like oh, oh sweet babies would you like a hard candy <laughs> <laughs> They've actually been have, offering her the hard candies. Which is oh, have they? <laughs> yeah. Would you like a butterscotch? <laughs> Both of them. That's hilarious. But yeah, it is really sweet to, but, to know people also like our kids. Yeah. As much as we do. Yeah, really that's always nice. But yeah, my mom does... My mom... Everyone knows I love Lego. My mom is super into them too. And she was the one that would buy them as a kid and continues to buy me them. Absolutely. To this day. And thank like, goodness. I think it's right. Now. <laughs> uh, she'll still buy, she'll buy them for the girls. She buys them for my my brother has kids, and she buys. So she just is like, yes, all good. Yeah, yeah. I but it was so so fun, particularly thinking about Star Wars and like parent, like who introduced you to Star Wars. The first time I watched Star Wars, I will let you have one guess as to who introduced me to Star Wars. Me? No. Wait, hold on. It's come up on multiple episodes. Oh, I hate it when Ooh. I don't. It's just dead air. Alex Trebek? That wasn't a hint. That was just a timer. <laughs> I know, I know. I know. <laughs> Ooh, wait, what? My cousin Corey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The okay, one yeah. who introduced us to everything that maybe was a little too old for us. But... You were talking to your mom about it, and like she was saying, like because you're saying how many times you watch movies... That, that were, were barely inappropriate. Yeah, he's significantly older than you. He's like four or five years older. Uh, five or six years. Oh, older. five or six. Yeah. And so I'm like, gosh, I know your parents. There's no way your parents would have let you watch this. Yep. Oh, it would have been when cousin Corey was watching you. Was watching, what, watching with, with some serious huge air quotes, air quotes there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and so you guys were watching all these these movies that weren't like 
outright disturbing, but definitely were above your pay grade. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. But so that's the first Star Wars I ever watched was with Corey. And uh, yeah, it was good. Uh, Like, I remember liking it as a Uh kid, but also being a little bit bored because I was probably, (laughs) I was probably like six years old or seven. So funny. Watching it. And it was just a little, yeah, I'd rather play Barbies Mm. at that point. Barbies are pretty (laughs) good. But yeah, so it was just like, it's so nice to think Mm -hmm. of Dave's mom. Sitting there watching Star Wars with him and then buying him the, the <laughs> book and letting him read. It's just cute. It's, it's so interesting you bring that up about moms. Is You know my friend Jason? Yeah. Who you've never met either. Imaginary friend Jason, Imaginary yes. friend Jason. Mm-hmm. He, he and I were actually in the same city once. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's one of my great text friends. We, we worked, we were, we were servers together at Tahoe Joe's. Uh, and and he's he's a huge Star Wars fan too, great mm-hmm. fan too. Not not I want to get into that later, but his mom, same thing. She took him to see. Uh, he's a little bit older than me. He took him to see Return of the Jedi in theaters, oh. and so every year she gets him without fail. She's got him a uh, one of those Hallmark ornaments uh, for his tree, and like they don't even live in the same city now. But every Christmas, like his mom. In the in 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 the mailbox comes a Hallmark uh, Star Wars Star Wars Christmas ornament. Yeah, every well, year. That's adorable. He sent and he sends me his full tree every year, like the new ones. They interact with each other. Oh, that's it's really, really cool. cool. Yeah. How fun! He has like a Death Star one. It's just fun being a fan of something. It's fun giving mm-hmm. into that that whole fandom. And wait, I wrote a note about this. Hold on, I wrote a note about fandom. <laughs> Shoot, where is it? Hold on. Oh, it is mainstream to be a fan now. Right. So that's what I was thinking as we were, as I was listening to the podcast, uh, to the main episode. Is it used to not be cool to be a fan, and now it is cool to be a fan, and I'm so glad. Yeah. Because being a fan of things is it's fun. It just kind of gives you something. It's more accessible to be a fan now. There's much more. There are more quote unquote genre flicks. Right. It used to be, like, if you wanted to be a fan of anything comic book, you're gonna watch. You know, you're gonna you're gonna get those 1970s Spider-Man cartoons, and you're gonna go to a comic book store. Right now, they're the highest grossing movies of all time. You know, for for those type of things, Star Wars is. Yeah. I think the best way, and this kind of is gonna kind of foreshadow what's gonna happen, is Dave Filoni, who created Star Wars Rebels. I worked a ton on Clone Wars, yeah. and then he he directed multiple episodes of uh, The Mandalorian, which yes, he, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So like he talks about the fact that like there were only the movies, and then there were the books. Yeah. That was it. That was all, all there was. Yeah. So you better get on board because that's all you got. <laughs> that's all you get. Yeah. Man. But yeah, even of being a fan of anything, really, like you just get to kind of revel in your geekdom. Yeah. I think it is a shift of of. Um, it's a shift in mentality for just letting people just have what they like what they like which is what this whole show is about yeah yeah here's the thing I think you lose though like just getting real deep here I think we lose the questing part of it <laughs> right the like going out and trying to find this more like of the thing that yeah. I loved it because you're such a quester mm-hmm. uh, you love questing finding that thing and like looking at all the thrift stores and mm-hmm. all that um but now it's almost too... Ex- like, you don't have to work very hard. <laughs> no, you don't. It's just there. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Like, maybe we lost that part of it. Maybe not. You know, then it just becomes finding another 
hard thing. Like once you, because like every human eventually, like hopefully, uh, reaches the mountaintop for something. Like you, you hope that that's how your life goes. Yeah. And so then you just find the next mountain to climb. Yeah. And everything. Yeah. So uh, I think that's what this show is continuing to do for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, like uh, we talked about, like knitting. I never would have thought in a million years I would have knitted. No. Yeah. And now I knit every day. Every day. Every day I'm knitting something. So let me ask you. <laughs> okay. How was your mountain climb for this experience? I, I put How'd that more, climb go for you? Other than having to dig ditches, which I was going to do already for the tree episode, like <laughs> physically this has been the hardest one, like the most amount of time that I put in. Oh, So really? I recorded this one months ago. Yeah. Months ago. Knowing that there was a lot of time that I was going to put in. Which is funny because the other, other ones that were like this were the gardening episode and the tree episode where there was going to be a lot of work going into... Right. It anyway, mm-hmm. and we need, we couldn't just do an episode on gardening and then I plant seeds. That's boring. <laughs> and nothing <laughs> and happened. And nothing happened for <laughs> a month. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so this one was like there was a, it was reading heavy, and activity yeah. heavy, heavy, and um, so so yeah. So you you didn't join in with me. This I, was this was not a join in one. I feel yeah. like I need to give a confession yeah. to our listeners right now, which is. I I can't read comic books. I have actually tried on multiple occasions to read a comic book. They make no sense in my brain. I do not get how it's an enjoyable experience to read a comic book. And I think I just started too late. I think if I had tried when I was younger, maybe I would have um, been able to pick it up and it would have been fine, but I just, it's a very frustrating experience. It's like trying to read something in a different language where you know most of the words but you kind of have to look up some and so you're constantly translating that's how i feel when i'm reading a comic book <laughs> what uh it is true Elise reading a comic book is like trying to teach my mom <laughs> how to set up her wi-fi passwords and stuff <laughs> it is really funny it's, it is definitely like my I, downfall like sh- i'm a smart person oh, you're the smartest person but, i know like hands down Elise is the smartest person i know well i don't know about that it, but i know okay yeah. you can have your opinions yeah um <laughs> me and my dad okay me and my dad almost got into a fight like it, it was getting, wife is better. His wife is better. <laughs> Obviously, my wife is better, even though the other one is my mom. <laughs> but like, I just like, Dad, come on, come on. <laughs> like he, like anyway, Dad was getting really heated. <laughs> he was getting really mad. It's like, I know that you're right. Yeah, I know. You gotta it's let so, that wait, one my go. My wife's better. It's like that's your mother you're talking about. <laughs> it was funny though. It was funny. We take this outside. <laughs> no. No, I don't. We don't. No. <laughs> But yeah, so I am intrigued by the the novels, mm-hmm. and I wish I had listened to this recording back when you recorded it. Oh, so you would have because done a- I would have gotten one of the novels and read it. Because you were thirsting for some no- new novels. Because I really yeah. need some new novels. But so I will I will get it now. I yeah. haven't yet, but I will. Yeah. So there there my my approach to this was multifaceted. Yeah. So obviously there were novels that I had to. To read there was the Thrawn trilogy well you didn't have to because he said just stick to yeah he I can do whatever I want so yeah. I read uh I read the first novel heir to the Empire oh. and so I know how did I miss that it's just, it's, we read that after I went to sleep yeah so like we fall asleep with books in our hands That's so true. uh yeah so it was very good I've I've been recommended that series multiple multiple times yeah 
And so read that one. Great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I ended up looking up how it ended mm -hmm. because uh, I also was also at the same time watching the final season of Rebels with the girls. Right. So, which had Thrawn in it. Yes. And so, uh, it was kind of like concurrently... Thrawn is the blue guy who goes after guy. all the art. Yeah. Okay. And he and he's and he's uh, voiced by uh, Stregobor from The Witcher. Which, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's great voice and everything. And great voice. Well, and I loved that character when I was watching Rebels with you guys. Yeah. I haven't finished it, but I've gotten really close. No, we've, I finished it. I know, so, yeah, I know. You, you, you I have, have to, We'll watch it again. Yeah. It's so good. But Rebels is canon. Mm -hmm. This one is not canon, but I, I know the books are not canon. And, okay, I want to talk about canon versus non-canon. I have thoughts on this as well, okay. so you yeah. go first. It is so interesting. I am a, I will ignore something if it's not canon. Mm -hmm. uh, because it's, I just have so much more content to always devour. There's right. so much going on. And there's so many things that I want to, and I feel like things like the MCU have like made us kind of like focused on what is feeding into the next story. Right. It all has to come together and uh -huh. make sense and link up for it to be important. Right. And so, but I, I think that I've cheated myself out of some enjoyable things. Hmm. So I used to read comics yeah. all the time. When we got engaged, I was still collecting comics, uh, even the first little bit of when we were yeah, married. Yeah. And then we had, you know, a mortgage and things like that. So Ooh, maybe yeah. we shouldn't spend so, money on comics. But I right love now. reading comics, and so, but it's so interesting is that like while MCU is probably my main amount of comic consumption, comic right. consumption, uh, obviously they picked and chose from great storylines from other comics. Right. So it, I could have, I don't know, uh, I had this thought, but it's like, that's what they did with the movies from yes. the from the expanded universe, from the from the legacy line, is that you're gonna see these like force healing that, that Ray does, and mm -hmm. uh, huge spoilers by the way, just like, just know, there's lots of Star Wars spoilers. You're gonna get things like, um, uh, one of the things was uh, like force healing. Right. That, that, that had precedent in the comics. Mm. So Cade, oh, Cade yeah. Skywalker from the comics, which I read all the legacy comics. Okay. They were great. They were great. Lots of fun. Awesome. I had to get back in the zone of reading comics again. There is... It messes with your brain. It is, yeah. So uh, they were great. Great artistry, great writing. It got better as it went along for sure. The first cool. few episodes were a little rough and then it got, it, it got into its groove. Yeah. And uh, so, like, he had like super mega force healing powers, gotcha. and so we see that at the end yep. uh, of Rise of Skywalker, and then well, um, and we also see it in the Mandalorian. Yes, we see it in the Mandalorian exactly. So that so so without the expanded universe, we're not getting stuff that's canon. Mm -hmm. Just like we're not going to get the MCU without the comics, right? Which like, uh, and then you're going to see things like uh, Coruscant, which is the the. That was named, that didn't have a name oh. until the Thrawn trilogy. They didn't oh, have a name. Oh, It's just the capital, the capital planet did not exist until the expanded universe. Huh. Yeah. Um, at the end of, wow, well, I want to spoil Rebels for you. Plug your ears for a second. So at the end of Rebels, they, nah, just go ahead. <laughs> at least it says you just plug earbuffs. You know, there's different names that they choose for different characters that come from the expanded universe and things. So like, right. they're, and Thrawn, Thrawn's the biggest one for Rebels is that like everyone loved Thrawn. And um, I feel like he was properly represented on air, uh, but also my first viewing of him was on Rebels. So 
And then you met him in the book. And then I met him in the book. So I'm curious to people who read about him first, looking at you, Dave, how did you like his his portrayal on screen? Mm-hmm. And I think that they hit it because Thrawn was all about reading the art of the cultures to understand yep. them, and that was very present in Rebels. That's actually, because I don't always remember the names of the characters <laughs> right. that we're, we're blue watching. Guy. Yeah. Blue guy. Um, but when Dave said the art thing, I was like, oh, yeah, wait, art. that's the blue guy. <laughs> that's the blue guy, He's right. He's talking about him. Yeah. yeah. And and so we so that was just one of the, the facets of it. So a lot of reading. Uh, one of the things is, is I built, uh, we were talking a lot about the, the Force Unleashed video games. Yeah. I'm not going to replay the video games. That's hard to do. I have to find it and download it and all this kind of stuff. Right. And like, I've already beat it. Uh, I built the Lego set uh, from The Force Unleashed. Oh, that's yeah, it would. Uh, I had built it before. It gotten smashed. It fell off. It fell off. So I rebuilt it, but I waited until this episode. Oh, that's nice. And we built it. And then me and oldest and youngest, we were talking. The girls, we were talking about like this is the video game, and so we we're watching clips from it and everything. It was a lot of fun. Like this is cool and. And then one thing I feel like people need to know about you is that when you build a Lego set, it's an immersive experience. Yes, it is. It you is. put on the music uh-huh. if there's music, or the movie if there's a movie, mm-hmm. or like the video game or whatever. Like, it's it's all encompassing. It's uh-huh. not just building a Lego set. It's immersive. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's true, huh? When when we when I had when I was building that, I had on uh, I had on the the soundtrack. And I'm every, sure. Yeah, and yeah, I'm trying to think. There's not a single Lego set that I didn't do that I didn't have some type of other media going on. Oh yeah, no, I like I see Wally up above your <laughs> we were head right Wally, now. Right. I'm sure you watched Wally. Yeah, it was up there. Yep. Mm-hmm. I have no doubt. When I did the Batmobile, I watched Batman '89. Of course you did. Yeah. So. When you built the Ewok Village. I think I had the the entire time that we had it on either had Return of the Jedi on. Or we had the March of the Ewoks. The March of the Ewoks, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just on, on loop. And it's great. Yeah, it was, it was fantastic. It was so it's much nice fun. nice immersive experience. And yeah, so so when, and, and then, uh, so, <clears throat> let me, let me, I realize that I stutter a lot. <laughs> so, deep breath. Deep breaths. Yeah, I stutter more than I used to. The, so, yeah, built the Lego set. Uh, finished Rebels, which is, great, which is still canon, but it was still, still just like part of the whole. Well, and you saw, you Thrawn. could really see how they were drawing from right. the old novels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, I, I, I think the the best thing I did was mm-hmm. I, I paid homage to the greatest uh, non-canon work, which is, which is I built the Metal Earth um, Star Tour shuttle. Oh, that's that right. That Dave gave us. Oh, Dave did give yeah. that to us. And so I let you start to build it. And then it was really hard. And, I and so then I'm like, and then I was going to build it. So then I saved it for when I was going to do this episode. So I finished it the day we released this episode. Oh, that's fun. And so it's, you know, I'll take pictures and send it. I'm a huge fan of Metal Earths. Uh, yeah, right up there with Legos. Yeah, so, so fun. I can't stress enough how much people should try them. They look daunting. They come in, I think I've talked about them before. They come in in little sheet metals, about like a like a four by four square of sheet metal, mm-hmm. and you cut them out using. I use uh, nail clippers. Yeah, they're those ones that they look like wire cutters. Yeah. They're, yeah. So to get in the cracks is what they. Yeah, those have a name for that tool. I yeah. Can't so think I use that, and then they're not even four nails. They're specifically for my metal earth building. <laughs> yeah. And tweezers. Uh-huh. So and that's how I build them, and I have giant meat hands. 
You do, and you still, <laughs> still get so. done. But so he had given us a, 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 an arc from Raiders of the Lost Ark, and then that, and so I was so like, oh, fun. this is for it. So greatest non-canon stories ever, Star Tours. Star Tours, Star absolutely. Tours. Uh, but it was just a lot of fun, and I just realized one of the biggest things was is that Star Trek, Star Wars, and Star Trek too, but Star Wars has the most toxic fandom of anything that I know of. I'm oh, sure somebody. Or if it's not perfect, it's horrible yeah, and it's, how dare they how dare they mm -hmm. and i have said this many times dave said to anytime star wars is on screen or whatever it's still space fights and space wizards with laser swords like it's i'm in <laughs> i'm in no it's just like no matter what how you get how could you not be in for space I'm wizards super, and laser swords yeah, space wizards and laser swords like <laughs> this is awesome yeah so uh clear delineation between good versus evil it's just simple storytelling and, oh, and everything nice. and it's just yeah. fun so uh and it's a world that we all like to visit so it ha but it has it is known for its toxic fandom and so yeah. dave who is someone that i know is near and dear to his heart is still able to appreciate anything that comes out why can't we i think that's yeah and so, so important. and like i said in the thing i'm a fairly new uh fan of star wars right uh i did not grow up like in stars i didn't really get into stars until like my mid to late 20s you know, like yeah. I, I knew what they were. I enjoyed it. I saw all the prequels in theaters. But you didn't really get into it. No, and then now it's just like because it's so accessible, it has incredible merchandise. It does have incredible <laughs> and it merchandise. has fantastic iconography. Yes. So anything like speaking of which, I am sitting. We are sitting on a, a rug. Really awesome Star Wars rug. A very I will show pictures of a ruggable rug, which everybody guys go to ruggable.com. Like they're not, they're not, they're not even a sponsor, but oh my gosh, do we like their rugs? They, we love their rugs because they have this non-slip pad underneath that has Velcro. And so it doesn't slide. I hate rugs because they you slide. Hate I hate rugs. These do, we have two of them. We have a, a nine by 12 and we have a five by seven. <laughs> We're really diving deep into our rugs yeah, right now. It's so funny. I can't tell you how many conversations I've had about these About rugs. these. I know. Don't you kind of have They need to hire us as, as pitch people. Oh, <laughs> Hit us up, Ruggable. But they, uh, they, all their rugs are, because they have like just normal rugs. Yeah. And, yeah. and just normal, like nice designed rugs. But and then they've got some really cool themed ones. So they, they partnered with Disney. So they have some Disney themed ones and then more specifically Disney Star Wars rugs. Right. And they're Star Wars rugs without being overtly Star Wars. They rugs. are sophisticated Star Wars. So they're designed, they're, they're, like this, they just the, got a really good design to them. The one that we have is R two D two colored, and but it's obviously the Millennium Falcon. It almost looks like schematics. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. And um, similar to the other ones, there's ones that are Tie fighters soaring through the air, but it looks also like clouds. So it's just nice colors. Mm -hmm. It's just really nice, and that's what it is with the Disney ones. Is it looks like these nice Victorian rugs. When you look closer, it's interlocking. Mickey, Mickey's. Mickey heads yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So it's just things like that to where it's it's not just like, oh, here's your Star Wars rug with a big picture of Yoda. <laughs> you know, like, which is still awesome. Because I will say, I did look at a bunch of Star Wars rugs for you for your birthday. Yeah. And all of the other ones that I could find on Amazon or, you know, wherever. Yeah. They were obnoxious. Yeah. This is beautiful. This is this is classic. And all of them on there were. You, went, you definitely got the one that I would have picked. For my birthday, this is for, this is my birthday present. But uh, I don't even know where we're going from the rugs. Yeah, I, I know. don't remember either. Just like good merchandise. Good merchandise. But oh, uh, fandom, 
enjoying things, pitch, pitching the rugs. I had one more thing I wanted yeah. to say about Canon. Okay. Or about, about the, actually the buyout from Disney. Okay. Okay. And their decision to say like, hey, this stuff's not Canon anymore. Oh, this all reminds me of something. Yeah, yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Okay. So all this stuff is not Canon. I think that was a really smart move. And I agree. Because it, it, if they had kept all of that, the, the storytellers, the new Disney storytellers would have totally had their hands tied. Oh, absolutely. Like the story's already done. They were just, would just be like showing it. Yeah. But like making it live, but the story was done. And yeah, who wants to do that? Especially if you think that there's ways that you can make it better. Like I feel like the novels and and all of that stuff Mm -hmm. was uh, like draft one. Yeah. Here's how it could go. And then they took it. They took all the best pieces from it. They left some of the pieces that weren't going to tie in mm-hmm. and then made it something great. We, we had decades of, of writing. That's, that's so yes. good. That, that, that actually is something I want to touch on. Was uh, I want to talk about the MCU again. Okay. If they only followed the comics, which have been retconned and rebooted... Right. And redone. What is retcon? Retcon. Oh, retcon. You guys say that in the yeah, podcast. Yeah. So I didn't know retcon what it was. means. Okay. Do you remember when we were watching Star Trek Discovery? Okay. Yeah. And how yeah, the Klingons yeah. look different. Yep. So in the original series, uh, they looked um, human. They just looked human. Right. And so how Star Trek is retconned is, is that there was like genetic manipulation. And oh, so okay. they they put it into a retroactive. It means retroactive continuity, is what oh, it stands for. And so so like, how do you fix that? Well, here's how we fix that. Um, okay. That one of the retcons is is why the heck would they leave uh, an opening in the Death Star for someone to like drop two? And then then they wrote, the, made Rogue One. They made Rogue, Rogue One. One. So it retcons that. Got so, it. Got so it. it's basically like them trying to like something is messed up. So, uh oh. So they're gonna fix it. <laughs> they're gonna fix Retro-act. it. Okay, yeah. love it. Okay, yeah, I'm in. Yeah. And I figured uh, it was something like so that. So, if they were able to, so if the MCU was gonna just follow comics, where are they gonna go? And same thing with Expanded Universe. There's gonna be, or, or any of the other legacy. Where are you gonna go with this? Mm-hmm. Some of these, like like Legacy, the comic book, it's 125 years in the future. Really? So it's it's the, the so that means that the future is completely written. So any movie that they did, even if they only followed, let's say that they only were gonna follow Legacy, right? Not all the other things. Yeah. That means that they know in 125 years this is gonna happen, right? Yeah. So seems a little anticlimactic. Exactly. So ditching the books and everything, while sad for people because like these are characters that they've grown and loved and everything, is the only thing that they were gonna be able to do. Right. And so that they could control the stories. Yeah. And but I appreciate they're still bringing some of those characters in. Exactly. And and Dave said it too. I think Dave said the best thing. He said, these characters aren't dead. These characters are still there. Mm-hmm. And you can enjoy them too. And that's something that I think that I took from it was, gosh, I don't read non-canon things. Yeah. Um, and I'm... And I'm so I feel like on some level that is uh, it is hamstringing me yeah. from enjoying a full story of some kind. So the one thing I will say uh-huh. is yeah. that this was canon, right? Removed from canon, uh-huh. so it it kind of has more um, <laughs> like heft to it. Like right. 
It it was. It was at some and point. And then it was taken back versus like random Amazon dollar ninety nine book that <laughs> some, someone wrote. Some fanfic. Some it good is fanfic. Like that's it's different. No, and so that's kinda of what I'm saying is that like, oh I've never read any of these books because yeah. like, oh it's not canon. Uh, yeah, uh. But it's like, oh, um, this is a storyline that I could follow. This is a this is a storyline that I could follow and enjoy. Yeah. And sure. I know people that weren't happy with how the, the the sequel trilogy turned out. Then that means that they can hold on to the expanded universe. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's fine. That's their canon. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's just there for everybody, and there's just so much content. Oh my gosh, hundreds of books. That's comics crazy. And video games and. Uh, just so much. It's all it's all really good. And, he, and Dave was right. It's all of varying quality. Like <laughs> the Zahn, um Timothy Zahn wrote the, uh, the the Thrawn trilogy. He's an incredible uh, writer already. Just okay. he's, he was an established science fiction writer already. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, but yeah, it's just good. But it's just not really good. random dude writing. But I I liked all of it, and so and good. I think it just goes into it. Just like I really like Star Wars. Oh, that our girls like Star Wars. There's yeah. so many fantastic female characters for them to. I do love that about Star Wars. And we call Oldest our little Ray sometimes, a little oh, Ray of Sunshine. Yeah. And she's just she, she says that the Ray's theme is her theme song. So I put on, look, it's your theme song. And so she's like, yeah, she's like punch kicking and everything like that. <laughs> and Get her little bow staff. They they love Leia. They love Ray. Yeah. They uh, they just all these great characters that they can really like sink their teeth into. Mm-hmm. And and so Star Wars has so many incredible female characters, Absolutely. and I, it's one of the things I appreciate appreciate about it the most. Do you remember when you took oldest to mm-hmm. one of the film openings and she dressed as Rey? Yeah. And um, the there were stormtroopers there, mm-hmm. and they tried to they tried to stop her, and <laughs> yeah. she did a force thing on them. It was fantastic. Oh man! Oh, it was so good. Oh, yeah. and she hugged Chewie. Yeah, Chewbacca, she Chewbacca was there. Yeah, Chewbacca was there. Yeah. Hug. This was this is Christmas, and yeah, so we went for right. Rise of Skywalker, and I, her first movie, just me and her together, was The Force Awakens because we saw yeah. that before opening night. Remember that? We got to see it ahead of time. We got to see it a day earlier than everybody oh else. Oh my gosh, yes. Because we had friends that worked for... The, That's uh, right. Oh, I totally yeah, forgot about that. That was awesome. We had friends that worked for the spaceship company, which uh, yeah. makes... like It works with... Um, which uh, makes spaceships. Yeah, which makes spaceships. And so for their holiday party, they bought out a theater and did an early show. Yeah, we got to have an early show. And they yeah. got to invite people and they invited, and they invited us, us. And we drove yeah. two hours to do it and it was awesome. It's totally worth it. Totally worth it. We could have just walked out and spoiled it for all the people. Oh. Oh, it would have been like the power I held inside me. Unlimited power! <laughs> and then we would have been beaten to oh a bloody gosh, pulp in the parking lot by this a bunch is, of This is horrible. I think I would have held my own. I don't know. I know there's there's a lot some of tough them. looking nerds there's in there. A, there's a lot of them. But yeah, so it was amazing when we went to go see The Rise of Skywalker. Me and her went, and it's become a thing now where we go together to watch our, our Star Wars movies. And so she was in her full Ray costume. It was adorable. She had her Ray action figure in her hand. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And so, yeah, since it was a, a you know Star Wars movie, and so there were going to be long lines, they had the 501st Legion come out, and we're like, move along. Move along. <laughs> Move along. And so then she went up and did the Jedi mind trick and said, like, uh, so are you a rebel? She says, I'm not a rebel. Does the does the hand motion. And they're like, You're she's not, not a, a rebel. She's not a rebel. Move along. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was fantastic. It was great. And Chewie was there in a, in a Santa hat. It was just, this is really good. Fantastic and that's the type day. of stuff that you get to do yes. with, with Star Wars. That's why it's so fun. Yes. It's because, like, who doesn't like Chewbacca? 
He's the best. Come on. And that's one of the things. In the expanded universe, Chewbacca dies. <gasps> so exactly right. No. <laughs> no that is not you appropriate. Do not, you do not watch Chewbacca no. die. No. Yeah. And so, anyway, yeah. Disney anyway. for sure did not watch Chewbacca to die. <laughs> Chewbacca cannot die. No, he's a moneymaker. No, I know. It's, 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 <laughs> he's that, that, whole, that whole thing is the moneymaker right uh, there. The whole thing. But yeah, Star Wars expanded universe, it really did open my eyes to a whole new world of, of, of Star Wars that I can devour when I'm waiting. We're getting Mandalorian season two here in less than a month, so Can't like, wait. We're getting just, we're getting a lot of content, and we're spoiled. Like we we even during these these unprecedented times, we're still being spoiled. <laughs> and just rolled her eyes. I think at least rolled her eyes so hard it looked like they were gonna break. Okay. <laughs> I hate a resident. <laughs> but anyway, Star Wars expanded universe. Uh, let's see, I give it two lightsabers straight up. Oh yeah. Yeah. Green. Green. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But yeah, thank you, Dave, so much for for taking the time and just uh, all all the other stuff that you've given me. Like, Dave's a big present giver too. So he is. yeah, he's a gift giver. Yeah, he's a gift giver. He gives. He's a giver. Yeah. But uh, what was your thing? Oh, my thing. What was your thing this week? Well, my thing was was the Ruggables. Oh no! We already talked about the Ruggables. I had another thing. Well, okay, tell them about the tell oh, about the, the Velcro. I remember the, the other thing. The Velcro though too. So it's so the tops and the Velcro. Okay, okay. So we let's talk a little bit about more more about Ruggables. So it's got this hard rubber bottom, not hard, but like thick rubber bottom mm-hmm. that has Velcro on top. Very durable. And then the rug that you see like sticks to. It's very thin, but it sticks right to that Velcro. And then you can pull it up and throw it in the washer, which is amazing. So if you have pets, yeah, we've done like, it before. You just toss it in the washer, like it's and it's totally clean, which is awesome. Um, and the other thing mm. is that once you buy one that has both the rubber bottom and the top, then you can buy just the tops which are a lot, cheaper. Which are a lot cheaper. Yeah. Which are a lot cheaper because you're only buying half of the rug, really, which means. Christmas rug. I know. I'm so excited. In fact, I should order it soon. Yeah. So the nine by twelve. It's, it's. I mean, it's huge, huge rug, and that's in our living room. And I have taken off the top of it and put it into the washer. We don't have a high capacity washer. We don't have a small washer. We don't have a high capacity. It's like a nice. Normal it's just a nor- normal mid sized washer. I was able to wash it and easily. Obviously, hang dry it. But we uh, did. Apparently, they can go in the dryer, but yeah, we had hmm. hung dry. It's also a million degrees in Bakersfield, <laughs> so you might as well hang dry it. But uh, you can. It, it, it was so easy to do. It's so easy to put back on. It looked brand new, and like yep. we have kids, and, and and we're messy, and so like this thing sees some use. Absolutely, and it looks brand new still, and awesome. we've had it for over a year. Yeah, and this this one in the bunker, it just it's so cool. Yeah, I have to say, so the one in the bunker is mostly white, maybe yeah. half white. It's mm-hmm. it's fairly light. It's a bone. Honestly, it's called bone. It's okay. a bone white. Yeah. All right. Um, but I don't think I would have bought a rug this color if it hadn't been able to go in the wash. Right. Because things happen and stuff gets spilled and. You, even your feet, know. the bottom of your feet, if you just walk around your house, get dusty. Yeah. We have hardwood floors. Well, they do floors. in our house yeah, yeah. there's so much dust. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, we live in the country. Country living at its finest. Country living at its finest. But anyway, we, two, I've had, I mean, I think I probably had 12 separate conversations. <laughs> About ruggables? With 12 separate people. <laughs> All people that, like, you wouldn't even expect. It's just like, gosh, 
That's a lot of conversation about rugs. About rugs. Welcome to your late 30s, Chris. You talk about rugs. <laughs> talk about rugs. <laughs> and lawn care. So Rugs and lawn care. <laughs> what was your other thing, though? Oh, I'm not going to say it. I'm going to hold it for the next one. Well, now I'm just curious. You have an impish look on your face. I will tell you after, but <laughs> okay. they don't need to they don't know. They don't need to know. I know, right? What was your thing? My thing was my little scythe is what it was. <gasps> I know. Yeah, my little scythe. So my friend Donnie, uh, who I did my previous podcast with, more good than one of the funniest humans on the face of the earth. It's great. So great. And he's one of the greatest gift givers. Such a great gift yeah, giver. Yeah, he, he is. He gets amazing gifts for like birthdays and things. We've always given each other gifts. And now we try and outdo each other. Not necessarily monetarily. Not monetarily, but just like the best fitting. Yeah, best fitting gift. And like it goes back and forth. It goes back and forth. Like I got him that. I made him that dice. You built him a dice roller. And he just said, "Like, oh, this is the coolest thing I have now." Shoot. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> he knew. So we, me and and Donnie and some other friends, we before in the in the before times, we would, were very often playing tabletop games. Right. At least once a month. You at least once spend a month. The day with them usually twice like a month. Yeah. And yeah. just like it was, uh, we call it my bro time. And everything, okay. and and it's just good, healthy to get out of the house, and and uh, that's been taken away from me, but that's okay. Yeah, uh, the opportunities to be away from the children are far fewer now. And and so, one of the things was was what are some games we can play two player, meaning just me and you, or yeah. bring the girls in, but also it's not just like Candyland. Because I can't play Candyland. Because we can't again. play Candyland again. And and we've been playing Clue and Battleship and Uno and things like that. It's been and it's been great. We've Uno's been learning. Been good. Yeah, Uno's been great. And like we've been introducing him to blackjack and poker <laughs> and like uh, cl- and close up hand uh, card tricks and then yeah. yeah close up. So like we've been playing a lot of games. Well, Donnie sent me uh, a, the kid version of one of our games that we played called uh, the game that we play is called Scythe and it's a huge game takes up an entire kitchen table it's massive it's gorgeous it's it's really cool it's complicated it's very complicated it's like cones of yeah (laughs) cones of dunshire like it it is very similar to like if i was going to explain to you it would look like ben wyatt trying to explain you in the general sense if you were not like readily available to like be in on it like that's what it sounds like when you're describing it yeah so you're you're gonna play the you get Wojtek, the the bear, and everything like that. Anyway, so Stonemaier Games made from uh, it was from a guy who would play with his daughter who wanted to play Scythe, but it was too complicated, so he wanted to play it. He made it, and oh. Stonemaier Games adapted it from him and his daughter's game. Oh, that's awesome! Isn't that fantastic? So he just like rewrote the rules to make them more kid friendly. And 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 so the thing is, is that the game itself, you still do see the makings of full Scythe, and it's it's all there. It's all there, mm-hmm. uh, but it's just um, slimmed down. And so That's a game awesome. that would take uh, three hours to play, which took us half an hour, 45 minutes to play. Which is about the right attention span. Uh, yeah. And both girls played it. Seven and nine. The they, fact that youngest played. Yeah. And she got second place. And she got second, which she's she very laughed. proud of. She laughed so hard when she realized that she beat sister. <laughs> oh my gosh. And to oldest credit, she, she kept it in because she... She was so proud. She, of she's little not sister. a great loser yet. No, because but she, she she was that day. She was, and she's gotten so much better. And that's one of the things that we've been working on during these um, troubling times, and uh, is is like about like winning gracefully or losing gracefully. We're just playing. Just gracefully. playing for the playing for the 
for not to win. It's not something that I learned young and I've had to learn since we've gotten married. Well, and I gotta say, my mom taught them how to trash talk when they were playing well, games. Yeah, and you, fun. but like when grandma does it, yeah. man, uh, it's it's intense. It and I different. hate it. Yeah, you do. <laughs> but it's great. They're, but they're doing better. Any, anyway, the game is gorgeous. Uh, it be, so many components, but they all make sense. Uh, we even watched the YouTube video on how to play it, and that was great. Uh, I'll even post that. Um, the The artwork on it is is gorgeous. The all of the different like uh, uh, the the mini the miniatures that come with it as your players, they look awesome. They're cute. There's little there's like lore behind each one, and like these ones are the Which greatest loved. pie fighters. And so they were like walking around. I'm a great pie fighter. Like, <laughs> I'm a bit mischievous, and like with their little characters, it was fantastic. <laughs> little stories behind each one. And it is really good. Anyway, uh, we played it, uh, and we're gonna play it again tonight. And uh, this time, uh, hopefully, with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, so, I'm in. You played last time while I was working. I wasn't just like acting out for fun. And so, but it takes takes about ten minutes to set up. It takes a while to set it up because there's just a lot going on. Yeah. And but it's a blast. So if anybody is out there, like, ugh, I, I want to play a game that I don't. That, and it was and so it's a kids game, but it's also very much fun for adults. Like it, like I won, like full strategy. But I could have easily lost. Right. I, I really could have. Like it's it's strategy. You have to think about it. You have to do. You have to work hard. Anyway, super impressed by it. It was a lot of fun, and I could not recommend my little scythe uh, to more people. Basically, like it's just it's just too good. But yeah, but. Um, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at like2likethings. You can also leave a message on the like line at 661-279-0130 or via email at ilike2likethingspodcast at gmail.com. Now, if you'd like to be on the show or you have friends that you think would be great on the show, uh, please contact me using those same channels. Now, I'm actually am going to start, I, I'm reaching out for more guests. I still have um, at least a month or two worth of, of shows that, like at this moment, that I have banked, and so I. But uh, I am actively looking for guests now. So if you think you you got what it takes, if there's something if, you if, like, if there's something you like, or you know somebody with a mic that can do it, and I still have friends that I can reach out to. But yeah, this actually is now like, hey, if you've been waiting. Now's the time. Now is the time. If you've been on the fence, yeah. thinking maybe uh-huh. you might want, now is the time. Mm-hmm. Reach out. That's we want to hear true. from you. Uh, you can also support us. <clears throat> you can also support us via Patreon, uh, like Steve, uh, Gerald, Morgan, and the rest at Patreon.com/slash I like to like things. But uh, I will see you all next week when I have another guest on uh, to tell us about their favorite thing, and the beautiful positive cycle continues. That's bye for me, Chris. And for me, Elise. Bye. Bye.